Hello, it's Chigun Rodney, your host. Welcome back to yet another episode of the Fireside Chats podcast, where we shed light on lesser-known narratives and have rich art and cultural conversations as we amplify marginalized African voices. This special episode has been made possible with support from British Council, TICA, Trust for Indigenous Culture and Health, and Braid Fund. And I will be joined by one of my fellow collaborating artists, Evans Kakanijuka, to dive into the nitty-gritties of our collaborative project, uh, which is themed cultural modernity and its influence on cultural heritage protection, looking at Karamoja as a case study. Let's dive into the conversation. Hey guys, my name is uh, Ivan Zakanjuka and I'm a visual artist, more specifically a digital artist. And I work primarily with photographs uh, that I manipulate and I also collage to create my artworks. And yeah, as Rodney has told you that we're working on this project, Cultural Modernity and its impact on uh, cultural heritage protection. And uh, yeah, for me, honestly, the most interesting thing has been uh, collaborating. I mean, talking about uh, culture with different creatives, actually learned some, a lot of new things from, from the people that we had over with uh, in the, during the workshops. I mean, I didn't, I didn't know that culture and tradition, there's, there's a big difference, but uh, we managed to kind of decode that when, when, when we were doing the workshops. And uh, it's been really interesting. It's really nice to see even this, this, this uh, momentum is being taken from w- just the workshops to, into the creation of the works. And uh, I've seen creatives come together to create amazing work. Yeah, and you you get to see the work, you get to see the work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, we're trying to, to decode some of the, uh, the things that, uh, uh, that came out of the workshops, but also trying to see how we can move forward with the project. Maybe to pose a question uh, uh, to you, Evans, uh, one, what would you, if someone talks about Karamoja, or if someone talks about heritage when it comes to Karamoja or culture, what comes to your mind? To be very frank, (laughs) it could be the most cliche things you can think about because um, it's a, a culture that, first of all, I respect a lot because of how they've managed to, like, protect it and uh, there, there are all these uh, cliche things people say that you know karamoja we don't they don't want modernity or they don't want uh, modern technology to interfere with their culture um but it's really something you just see and you don't really know exactly what it is and i guess that's that's one of the things that encouraged me to work on this project um because i wanted to learn about this culture and try to understand it and uh I think when you talk about modernity and Karamoja, I would say that the cliche statement makes comes to my mind first that they do not want um, any interference of uh, modern technology with their culture. But then um, a, a few days back, I had gone to, mark, to the market to buy some props for the project, and I remembered that these people were, you know, uh, cut tires, cut tires for most of the times and when i brought them here someone at the studio told me actually these 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 shoes they actually called back to karamoja 
so it it kind of uh, pondered uh, posed the question in my mind like if they don't want modern technology to interfere with their culture how come they're using this 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 material to make shoes it, i mean it's a more modern material they could have had more um material that they could have used before they had the cutters so it kind of uh, makes me think that there is there is actually um a gap or there is actually something that they would actually take on but not everything but we cannot just generalize them as not wanting to take on everything yeah so learning about their culture has has has, has helped me you know put this in my own interpretation in my work but then it, it, i'm not saying it's conclusive i'm willing to learn more and what i would sh- showcase right now is based off what i've kind of read kind of learned and you know i'm willing to learn more yeah where do you see this project if i may ask because one of the things that is interesting most of the times when you read about a culture when you try to do research about a culture one of the fascinating things that come to you is wanting to immerse yourself in the culture lifestyle all the way of life i was with you in masaka and you could see the energy in masaka what are some of the things you would like to see as this program or this project advances forward i think i would want more engagement of the people themselves um the the people that are attached to the culture um, more than we are uh, i would want them to come on board on the project and be fully immersed in it not in the sense of i want them to see the work and appreciate it but in a sense of um i want to see what they think about it so that i can learn from their thoughts and what they have to share in terms of adding onto my knowledge about the culture and how i can work with them to make the project benefit them more in in that you find that i'm i'm not the only one learning from the kamoja culture but also there could be elements in their culture that might be influential on a uh, on a, on a bigger scale nationwide um international scale um so i would see it in a way of having the project bring out some of those important elements uh, that can be really impactful for a wider group of people yeah you actually raise a very pertinent issue about the impact on a larger scale you know culture feeds into community and not just the immediate community but the wider community the international the national community which is something very important in this context and this brings me to my next question uh you know we held around 6 to 7 workshops uh what was your most interesting workshop and how did you fuse the idea of objectives of the project within the workshops and what are your findings in terms of engagements to the topic but also understanding of the people especially those living outside the geographical realms of Karamoja and how they perceive the region in a layman's sense um 
I'll answer the last question, how people perceive Karamoja. And I'd said it before, uh, even in the workshops, it resurfaced that when we think of Karamoja, we think of the most cliche things. We think of, uh, you know, the cattle, we think of, uh, we think of uh, maybe how they, I mean, people still think Karamajongs fight to get married. Um, but one, what stood out for me during the workshops, the first thing was the name Karamajong itself, because <laughs> we talk about the Karamajongs, but then we, we don't even understand what is, why Karamajong. And so one of the participants, she's called Ethel, um, she brought it up clearly what the name, where the name Karamajong comes from. And, you know, being nomads and pastoralists, they came from, I think, Abyssinia, and they moved down, settled around South Sudan at first, and then they moved down again to, to Uganda. And the Karamajong comes from old men cannot go any further. So the Karamajong stayed behind and they were called that because that's what it means. It's, I think it comes from the word Ikaramajong. Ikaramajong. And then the other groups moved forward. That's why you have the Maasai, the Itesots, most especially. And you would be surprised what the name of the meaning of the word Itesot means, uh, I think, dead, dead men. So that was really, really, it really intrigued my mind. Um, that we, we we can go deeper into into understanding a culture, even just their name. Now it poses a lot of questions. What more don't don't we know that we might think is so obvious? You know, um, like for example, the cows that they, we see them around with. Um, we know their uses. And they take blood from the cows. They they milk the cows. They you know, they love their cows. They're, they're like the most precious things uh, for them. But then, I mean, it poses a question like, what what kind of cattle do they like rearing? Is there it's a type of cattle they like rearing? And when they move, is there are there specific things that make them move or, or they just move? So all these questions keep coming up, uh, but um, I guess it's a good thing if you, if you really learn more about, about the culture. It, it gives you that depth in understanding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, I, I think I resonate with what you've said. Uh, everything you uh, unlayer kind of uncovers a lot of conceptions and sometimes misconceptions that have been portrayed out there. Yeah. And I think we as creatives, as uh, uh, cultural practitioners, as people who are trying to advance the idea of modernity coexisting with heritage protection. Yeah. I think it's upon us to to see how in our different practices yeah. how we can uh, make them work hand in hand because yeah. Yeah. because I think uh, 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 my understanding of Karamoja from an outside perspective kind of uh, tells me about this place that has richness in it yeah. uh, and has that ability to create a lot out of that richness in terms of lifestyle, in terms of intangible and tangible heritage, in terms of language, mm -hmm. in terms of names, yeah. in terms of uh, a lot of things. Uh, even when you look at uh, 
very significant sites that come from this country, mm. you will realize that uh, part of them actually come from the region. And it's so interesting because these are the people, uh, when you look at the paintings, in terms of the rock paintings, you will see that these are the people that actually practiced that art form. Mm. And so if I'm talking about painting as a visual artist, I need to also understand what uh, the idea of the master's tool uh, is modernity really a painting with acrylics or is, is modernity and a reincarnation of, of, of what was that these guys created because you see painting as on, 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 the, on, the, on the rocks uh, and it has stood the test of time. Yeah, yeah. So it poses a question of than modern day painting as as a means does it kind of now bring out that aspect of modernity or these guys actually lived in a future that uh, that, <laughs> that we, didn't, we don't even know or sometimes we take for granted so yeah. those are some of the questions that come to my mind when when it comes to such uh yeah. such things modernity is really a i think it's a bit of a modernity can't be on a line mm. I guess that's that's what I understand from you, uh, because if you say that those guys, the rock paintings could have been in the future, that means that's modern. Yeah, if yeah, even yeah. us, we should be perceiving it as modern up to exactly. now. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, because uh, recently, uh, one of the uh, famous comedians, no, my, uh, I think he said, even a pen. Mm. Sometimes. When you say technology, when you say this thing, we throw out these words uh, like technology. Sometimes you think technology is a laptop, technology is a phone, but then technology can be as small as a pencil. A pencil is technology. That the thing is, we've been told to see technology as something advanced, more advanced than the primitive. Uh, people we, call them primitive. What we quotes. call primitive. Yeah. So. But then these primitive tools, the sticks these guys use for fire, the things that they use, uh, for example, the Batwa in uh, southwestern Uganda who, who light up fire using sticks. Mm. These guys are actually doing technology. Yeah. Uh, but we take it for granted because uh, it has been painted as primitive. So I think some of those questions come out when, when you talk about cultural heritage, but also looking at modernity, modernity in the yeah. same aspect. I guess modernity, modernity can really be a very, very complex term to, mm. to, 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 like, to, to sort of decode. Um, I, again, when you look at you know, some theories, they, they will tell you that modernity just started from the way people think. Uh, mm. people thinking rationally that's what they would consider as modernity mm. and uh, I, I guess for us we might look at modernity more like tools tools and then we forget that that other side of how we think how we perceive things and that's because we, we think that now we understand more than those guys exactly so we call ourselves very modern mm. yeah but then in terms of tools I don't think I, I don't think modernity can is 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 the way we describe it it, it should be it, it should be more how can i term it 
how can I term modern? It should be more fluid. Exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. No fluid. It, it shouldn't be seen as just from the tools, but also in the way in a way different societies the diversity that comes with how people kind of use different ways to get to the same result exactly because if someone lights a fire using a lighter and another one uses sticks they're all using tools and these tools are actually part of technology exactly it's it's all technology yeah so it's it doesn't matter the tool but Mm. it's it what matters is the mindset and the mind space in which the people are trying to actually create which is this this physical like the the existences that we see for example fire uh for example like the paintings me i'm always fascinated about how those guys painted the rock painting and that painting that paint has stood the test of time Mm. but when you look at some of the paintings we create sometimes you have to put it in certain conditions for it to, for it to, to exist for longer yeah so it for me it always leaves a question of what is what is modernity. what really is modernity yeah so yeah. so those are some of the things that i think uh we need to like in terms of understanding these concepts even uh, uh t- taking them down to the level where mm. Uh, a layman can understand them, a person in the community, a person in Karamoja can try to understand them. I think breaking down modernity in a way that is I, I visible think, to them. I think when you talk about now our project in, term, in that kind of way, mm. uh, we are not doing the project in a way of undermining mm. what the Karamajongs have. Yeah, yeah. And uh, we're just doing it in a way of these are the tools we are using right now. Mm-hmm. We don't really understand. We don't really know if you guys can take them on, or if 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 you would appreciate them. We don't really know, but we really appreciate your the culture in Karamoja, and we just want to kind of represent it in the tools that we we have grown yeah, up, grow up uh, grown up using in. and and all that. But it's not in any way to undermine what they use exactly i think i think that's that point has to be very clear in terms of appreciation what you're trying to do is to appreciate the richness like i said earlier the richness these people have and trying to see how was uh now karamoja has been there has existed before me and it will exist even after me so i don't want to impose i don't want to create an answer for them exactly yeah. what i'm trying to do is pose questions that kind of pose more questions yeah. especially looking at the aspect of uh are, re- are people really understanding the importance of what these guys are actually doing in terms of it being modernity or not yeah, yeah. Or exactly. also also understanding the aspect of is modernity really relevant in their lives because they might way, not they might yeah. not want it the way we think they exactly they, they, they might because be. they might be pre-existing in terms where for them modernity is what they actually have yeah. or what they actually can 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 live with yeah. yeah so those are some of the questions we're trying to put out there it's we don't have all the answers we don't have uh half of the answers uh, and i think these questions will always go on and go on and go on and i think for this project 
uh, specifically, what, those are some of the questions we're trying to build and see how how we can we can put them out there through through mm -hmm. our practices, of course. Uh, him as a digital artist, me as a painter, but also a podcaster, because this is a new medium of 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 of, of, of uh, information. Uh, and 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 I think these are some of the things that we're trying to 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 see to 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 to, to make sure that even as we speak about their culture, it's out there for the world to know, yeah, yeah. but also, and, and also for people to relate with some of the the backgrounds where they come from, mm -hmm. and kind of kind of revisit some of those questions and ponder some of those questions in in their own communities. Yeah, and also again, it doesn't stop on just the Karama Jones. It's mm. really everyone. It's, it's really broad. Mm. We just just use it as a like a study. But then I was also looking at it in this aspect. Um, I think we have had we have had a discussion before. Um, the because look at it. Uh, I, I guess what the mediums we're using are very very important. Um, mm. um, they they can really protect culture uh, if they are well used uh, but then there is always a side where we kind of have to admit and discuss and that's a side where um, with the kind of society we operate in um, like a very capitalistic society and we can't run away from that uh, whereas now what we represent, what we're trying to put out there, it gets used obviously for monetary, monetary gains, and then even the culture, culture does not does not survive this kind of thing, yeah. uh, where we now we're trying to to just make people know about this culture. We're trying to understand this culture, and we create work talking about this culture. Um, for example, Kevin is creating clothes, and instead of people looking at the the real essence of where the clothes are being made, they're just using it for maybe capitalistic gain. So it becomes more the culture now becomes a commodity. A commodity yes, it becomes a commodity rather than um, a gift. A gift, a gift. Yeah. So um, there is also that part I think that our practices can can create. Mm. And how do, I don't know how do you think this how it can impact the the Karima Jungs. I mean, if you're seeing your culture just being sold, just being sold, just being sold. I think the question it comes it comes with a conversation we've just been having off here, uh, where how do we now follow up after this first phase of the project, the first uh, three months of this project? How does now the project transition into benefiting the people within the Karamoja region. And I think uh, that's a conversation we've been having of how then do we interest people in wanting to ask more questions within the, the realm or the geographical realm of Karamoja itself. Uh, and I think for us, that's the gift, the gift side of of, yeah. of, of everything we're trying to create. Mm. I would want to see this exhibition that we're going to do, the pop-up exhibition, transition into the region. Like we, 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 we take it through the nine districts of Karamoja and see how people perceive some of these things, uh, especially those living in the town centers, because 
also uh, we might think modernity is in Kampala, mm. but then even within the region itself, modernity keeps happening, mm. uh, whereby, of course, cities are developing, uh, whereby we see edu education is, is happening, globalization is happening, modernity is actually happening, buildings are sprouting. So modernity is happening even within their vicinities. So it, it's a question of trying to understand what does it feel to actually be there and experience the modernity. Uh, and for us, I think that's another question that builds on to the first questions we've already created around uh, how Karamoja is perceived outside. Yeah. It's outside the geographical location, outside the geographical boundaries of the region. Mm. Yeah, so I think those are some of the gifts, I think, that now we live out there for the culture to kind of reinvent itself, but mm -hmm. also galvanize itself in a way that is that its ethics are protected yeah. and, and its values are upheld up there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I think that's a very good good good, good point. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, and not the culture as a commodity because it can easily pass if you don't take some of those questions serious and put them into consideration. Yeah, yeah, yeah. true, true. Yeah. Yeah, so I think that's that's been a great conversation. Uh, I, I think we shall be having more of this uh, as we go on. Uh, but uh, 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 be on the lookout for any of uh, the updates as per the creation of the artworks. Of course, the conversation uh, will be uh, continuing uh, with some of the participants uh, we've had in the workshops trying to capture some of the insights and some of the learning outcomes we've had during the sessions, but also seeing how so seeing how we can build onto the conversations even beyond beyond this space because the Fireside Chats podcast doesn't necessarily look at uh, being in one space. Uh, it's a podcast that will kind of be mobile and will kind of... Uh, uh, tackle some of the interesting stories from the farthest of places and bring them to, to, to for the world to actually have have some information about some some of the less talked about communities out there yeah so don't don't move away uh, we're right here at uh, Chigundu Rodney Art Studio or Chigundu Art Studio and I'm very glad to have had a conversation with Evans he's one mm -hmm. of the collaborating artists we are with Kevin is right now currently in the creation process. And we also, after here, get, getting into the creation process. Uh, yeah, so uh, subscribe to the podcast. Uh, like our pages uh, on um, Instagram, uh, Fireside Chats Africa. Mm -hmm. uh, Evans has... Uh, yeah, you can find me on Instagram. Can Yeah, Can. Yeah, Katin. Yeah. Chigun Rodney, Studio, Chigun uh, Rodney on Instagram. You can check out all those platforms. You will be seeing updates about this project. But also in December, we shall be calling you out uh, to come and check on the progress. On I, I want them. I, I won't call them works. I will call them. Come and check out the questions we posed yeah. to the people around, <laughs> around, and 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 trying to see how different people have different answers. Yeah, because I think that's important to sometimes leave 
room out there for people to ask more questions uh, because we can't have all the answers. Yeah, so thank you very much. Uh, we'll be right back. Peace.